0: Welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living.
1: Well, thank everyone for um, being our listeners on a week-to-week basis. Um, We have been tackling some interesting topics, uh, and uh, this week is no different. We have something that not only... uh, it's you know it's something that applies to everyone because sometimes we feel that we can handle certain things until it's too late or we just ignore the fact that we might need assistance and for that reason I want to introduce the, the uh, this week's new topic goes by the name and well it's entitled mm-hmm. get help mm-hmm. or getting help. Why does, why is that important?
0: Why is that important to get help?
1: Anything comes to mind? Ed?
0: I think um, I mean that this topic is important because um, there, may, there may be many people on, on listening right now, Pete, um, mm-hmm. that may be in the place where I was, where I thought to myself, you know, at one point, well, I don't need to talk to anyone, I can, you know, whatever the situation is, whatever the problem is, it gets solved on its own, or we'll find a solution, But oftentimes when you're dealing with other people and not just yourself, there's some problems that maybe somebody else can help you see. Yeah. Um, And oftentimes I think the the scary thing or or, or, or the worry for some people is someone else basically telling them their flaws or some of the challenges or some of the things that they are um, expressing can be um, negative. Um, And oftentimes people don't necessarily want to face some of the problems Mm -hmm. Uh, especially for men I don't know for women but you know for for men I know when when we speak to some men getting help is almost like a coward move I can do it on my own why do I need to speak to someone I can get it done but oftentimes um, you can Mm -hmm. there are some situations where you definitely need someone Uh, I remember speaking to someone today and they mentioned well um, well I can pray about it God can solve it and the question I have was, well okay if, if, if I'm not I'm not negating or I'm not telling you that God can't solve it what if he's sending you some? what if he sent someone to assist you mm-hmm. in that situation or someone to help you uh, to give you some type of uh, uh, guidance guidance yeah you know, uh, a light you know through the path so that you can get the help that you need because I told him you know you know you're saying you're believing in God and I said what how are you so sure that the person that is before you isn't going to help <laughs> you know um, and so I think that help is, is, is necessary um, but at the same time and I know we'll talk about this later but I, I don't I don't believe that help should be an enabler because you have some people that rather than solving some of the issues on their own or being independent they use that help as a crutch for any and everything. Yeah. So if it's not balanced, it can cause problems. That is true. Yeah. Also, we should let's
1: let's break it down a little bit. Okay. Asking for help, like the term "help" itself, it, when you need it, it's not because you already have something you can do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or you uh, you've already you know you already know you can do it, but you want to use someone else to do it, and then you're going to, you know, you act like you can't do it, and therefore, you know, you ask for help and have someone else do the thing for you. If you are in the position where you can actually complete the task or get it done, you should do it. But like, you know, if you're using someone as a crutch, you call it help, but is it really help, or are you just using someone else to get something done? You see what I mean? Yeah. So so when you search for help, that means you need it. uh, There's a task that needs an assistant. You cannot complete this by yourself. You cannot complete it without someone else assisting you. Therefore, you seek help or you get some help.
0: So here's a question to have you, Pete, and let's see. Hopefully you can break it down. Um, What is the difference between someone that needs help and an, an enabler? because I think it's so important for us to at least get some ideas for those that might, you know, have questions.
1: All right, so let me see if I understand your question. So you're saying, what is the difference between the helper and the enabler, right? So the enabler uh, is providing the help that may not necessarily be needed, Mm -hmm. uh, and the helper is someone who is actually providing the help that is needed. Mm -hmm. Now, to tell the difference, if you are a helper, Let's say you, you're trying to help someone, but the person is taking advantage of you helping them and it becomes, uh, it, it be, it, it, they become an enabler. So you are enabling them. If you don't want to be in a, if you don't want to be the enabler, you don't want to be enabling someone when you know that they don't need your help, read the situation. So you see, okay, yes, If I'm helping this person do their homework. Every time they come, they drop the paper in front of me and they go and, sit down and play video game or whatever while I'm doing the work, that person doesn't need your help or they don't want your help. They just want you to enable them and do their work for them. So you have to, okay, yeah, you're gonna cut this out. Either they come and learn it so they can eventually do it by themselves or you don't do it at all. Now, is it because you're a bad friend? No, you're actually teaching them a good lesson. Go learn this. You're not, why, would you take advantage of someone who's trying to help you? That person could have been doing something else for themselves or someone else mm-hmm. who actually needed the help, but yet you are taking this time because you are using this person. Two things is happening. You're using the person and you never learn that th- this this particular thing, whether it's homework or whatever it is, because in the long run, what happened? You never really knew what was happening, OK? I have to confess, when I was in, in college, people some people used to pay me to write papers for them. You know because i you know i i type and uh you know i had a wide range of information about uh, different topics now whether it was psychology or you know, but it was mostly sociology student stuff so <laughs> that was fairly open so i mean full price i'll write your paper but then you know what happens eventually i do i did have to stop because some of them did get in trouble because they started writing papers. They started writing papers. The stu- the teachers saw the papers how they were, and then all of a sudden your writing changed completely. Mm-hmm. Your writing style changed completely. Now mm-hmm. it's not to say you couldn't get better, but usually those things happen gradually. Definitely. <laughs> and if you you know if you did turn three six, then you all of a sudden could write differently. Then you know you you just have to be able to explain that to your professor. But as a professor myself, I've seen those writings and I also could tell when my student didn't write the paper. You know, so. Makes sense. So yeah, so when it comes to enabling someone, you have to be careful because sometimes you might not even know you're enabling because you might not be present to see, you know, what, what what's happening. Because some people, they might just want you to do something for them and they act like they can't do it. Yeah. And then you just going along with it, thinking you're helping, but. In reality, you should, you know, if somebody needs help with something, you have to see that it is not something that is long term. No. Okay, it's not long term because nothing, you know, no help uh, is really, like, extend like very long term like yeah. that, you know, yeah. because most things, most things either you know it, it's it, either it's something that you need to help temporarily or you need to learn a temporary uh, so you can know for the long run. Or, you know, you, you just, you know, get used to whatever it is and see, find your way in there. That's that's just how life works, you know.
0: And I think yeah. it makes sense that you said that because as you were working with people, mm-hmm. just in general, it should be a cutoff. Yeah, period. exactly. And so if we don't, if there's not a cutoff, it'll just be a never ending. And eventually that one person that was a helping can, if you're not careful, can become an enabler? Of course. Of course, because if they realize, oh
1: man, I don't need to think for myself to get this done. I mm-hmm. didn't know how to do it, so it started as me being helping, but then I never put my mind to it to actually learn it or find out how to get it done, then I just become an enabling. Uh, Instead of actually need the help, I just want somebody to do it, do it for me so I
0: don't have to deal with it. And this is a power conversation and episode because what, 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 where it's taking me, it's taking my mind to do different places parents uh-huh. and relationships. Yeah. Where there's some form of codependence, yeah. which is unhealthy. Yes. And it can also be detrimental because eventually one or the other, the helper, helpy, enabler, enablee, can form a dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that can um, cause some form of destruction and what happens is they will both become enabling to each other mm-hmm. well you know for example um, working in the schools we see where if a child gets in trouble the parent will come and save them yeah um, and they you know they get in trouble enough to where this child then realizes that I don't necessarily have to focus or real um, um, deal with consequences because all, oh, Mom or dad will take you. Of course. Um, in relationships, <clears throat> and for our listeners, that's you know something to think about too. Um, in relationships, you may find um, a partner who is the one that feels like, I have to do this mm-hmm. for you. I have to do this. And eventually, what happens is the other person may say, Oh, <clears throat> have I don't have to, to do worry it. about that because I so and so will get it done. do will get it done.
1: And then that's where these people then get in trouble because what happens when that person is no longer around or for whatever reason they're away, that person is stuck. They can't take care of themselves. They can't do this thing that needs to be done on a regular basis. But this person who usually does it is no longer there. That's why we teach our kids things so that they can be able to function without us. Yeah. So if we want to jump in to do it for them, instead of teaching them how to do it, then they will forever be uh, uh, depending on you to yeah. get it done because, and when so, you're no longer around, they are as useless to, to themselves as they are to anybody else around them because yeah. they, they can never learn to do it or stand alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: the idea is to help someone stand alone. That's how you help someone, not mm-hmm. to uh, enable them to, uh, for them to you know ignore their process of learning something. You know, so... Parents tend to do that to a lot of kids, especially when they have only one kid or their kid may have gone through a trauma and they want to help them get back, but Mm -hmm. then forget that, okay, eventually you have to let them go Mm -hmm. so they can deal with the situation. So
0: then they kind of hold them forever. So Mm -hmm. where do you think that comes from not being able to let go and feeling as if, whether it's the helper or the enabler, that they feel that that's the only way that they, you know, this is the only solution to get to to help with with a problem that's presented, but it's not necessarily helping. So how do you because, you know, when you think about help uh, in this situation, the helper or the neighbor, they both need assistance Mm -hmm. if, again, it gets, if it spirals out of control. Mm -hmm. So in both scenarios, you know, when I think about it, how do you Help someone to see mm-hmm. well, the negative, you know, that the, the, the bad aspect of what if they mm-hmm. both started
1: depending on each other, a third party is going to have to intervene to let them know you need to stop it, stop doing this for him, and you need to learn how to do this by yourself. Mm-hmm. You see, now the thing is, sometimes one it, you know, one would start and then the other would attach, like a, a mother who enables their kid. With everything, mm. one of them, you know, they may have both gone through trauma, so they became there, they try to be there for each other, gotcha. you know, and, and then it just started as a help, a support system, and then it just became an enabling system, you know. So now they both depend on each other to get certain things out to get to rule something, where whereas, you know, they should be there for each other in the beginning and then. Slowly let each other go, so that they each can deal with their situation. Now the mother can now want uh, feel like okay, that's the only way I'm useful to my kid. I'm protecting my kid, and it becomes that helicopter parent. And then the other kid is like, "Mama will take it. It's how I don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So uh, why should I have to deal with it if Mama's gonna do it anyway?" You know. So the thing is, kids automatically, naturally try to be independent in the beginning. The parents is the one who pull them in and say, I don't want you to do this, I don't want you to do that. I got this, I got that, and then never let go.
0: Hmm.
1: You know. And then and then later on we're, we're wondering, okay, why can't they do this by themselves? But you never let them in the first place. The first place. So now it became a problem, a crush that they have to, you know, forever uh, lean on until you then die or no longer around. Mm. and then they can't survive. So in a nutshell, we just have to be able to seek help and try to keep it temporary, try to mm-hmm. have a deadline. And if, if you're giving help, try to make sure that it's not something that's a never-ending cycle. You know, you can help someone with different things, but if you're helping them with the one thing, wonder why are they not able to do it themselves or able to handle this task without your help after have been doing it for so long. You see what I mean? It, it's like you uh, your, your, your friend stays with you because they were going through some hard time. And then even after that hard time, some, you know, somewhat went away, but he never went away, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. now he just stay there. And now every time, you know, you, you bring up the topic, there they seems to be an excuse as to why they can't move on. Mm. They can't move on and do that. And now, either you, you know, it depends on the, the person. Either you are, you put your foot down and say, you know what? You got to make it work. You're a grown man or you're a wrong person. Let's make it, you got to make it work. Let's see what we can do to get this done so you can move forward. Or you enable them and just let them stay there until it becomes too much for you. And then you're like, okay, this is crazy, and that usually never ends well. You know? No, because when it when you add your ends with that, you know, because of this situation, it never comes out politely afterwards. It, it just becomes a big argument, fights, and that friendship probably even get ruined. So hmm. it, it it it's crazy when we don't when we think uh, that sometimes we're just helping, and in reality, we're hurting. Hmm. And so.
0: so, going back to help, so it's important for many of us, you know, and, and, and we're not saying that, you know, we can't get help from friends. Let's say mm-hmm. your car, you know, your, your car broke down on the road. Um, uh, you may need assistance with putting something together. Uh, you may be working on a project. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to emotional, when it comes to um, mm-hmm. mental when it even comes to some of the physical um, um, challenges uh, that we may, be, you know, that we may go through, it's definitely important to get assistance from uh, professional help. And I'm not saying, you know, for those who believe that prayer is one of the things, I'm not saying not to pray, but I also think that it's important to really uh, be honest with yourself and see, hey, if there's a problem and it's not getting solved. Every time you've tried to say something or do something, it gets worse. Maybe it is time to just um, be open-minded mm-hmm. and, 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 and and seeking someone who may assist. You know, mm-hmm. you may go to one person, they may not be helpful, but find someone else. But the key is being honest with yourself mm-hmm. and realizing that, you know what, um, there's an issue. Whether you're the enabler, enabling, helper help, it's important to find out, okay, I need the help, but what is the cutoff? And, 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 and am I ready and am I willing to put in the work to become better? Exactly. Because at the end of the day, yeah, we can go and you can speak to someone, you can seek help, but if you're not willing to um, put your best foot forward and being honest and being vulnerable uh, and trusting the process, you'll be right back square one all doing this whole thing all over again a never-ending cycle exactly which goes nowhere exactly even in
1: emotional if let's say for example girl girls um, you know will be in a relationship it ends and then they run to their friends and you know they, they they support each other and it's understandable that happened but if you are doing that three four times a year okay your friend had to ask you what are you doing that's causing this to happen so often And for you to be this broken apart Mm. every couple of months in a relationship because you guys need to re-examine how you're approaching relationships in general and then see if that won't be as bad because nobody can really tell what's going to happen when you jump in those things. But at least it won't be as bad. Don't invest so much so early or something, you know, something so you can see, balance it out a little bit. See how you choose you know the the people that you're dealing with mm. so that you can make a in a better decision picking them next time yeah you know? uh-huh. things like that so that you can because that, that's 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 what friendship
0: is all about so um, again when we think about you know help help is always important help is always needed especially when it comes to um, dealing with some things internally that may be difficult to deal with on our own Mm -hmm. and um, there may be situations where it may be more than mom or dad or it may be more than just a friend you know because oftentimes as you mentioned earlier you may run to someone who may be a neighbor or someone who's going to come to the rescue and um, in some of those instances it may not be the best Uh, so when we think about help, and we're thinking about some of the things that we're going through As I mentioned earlier, whether it's mental, emotional, or even physical, and this is something that you've been going through for some time, and it seems as if it's difficult to shake off, it may be time to really look into getting help. And I think one of the best things to do is, you know, speak to friends or family members that you know that will be honest with you and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. Um, What do you think? and to alleviate having some of those issues where, you know, it's an ongoing thing, finding someone that's going to help you find a solution, but with a cutoff point. Because everything has to have a cutoff point. But again, you have to be willing to get the help, because if you're not willing, if you're not um, open to receiving the help or realizing that there's some help that's needed outside of those that are in your comfort zone. That's when a decision has to be made.
1: Yeah. So basically at the end, all I would say is that you definitely need to search for help Mm -hmm. when you feel like you need it. Uh, But be careful so you don't become dependent on that help. All the time mm. because if you have to if you need help with the same thing over and over over and over all the time do you probably should think about your decision-making
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: the things that you are deciding to see why is it that I'm always in need of help in that category for that specific thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and those who are the one who are helping it's okay to help other people just be careful that you're not becoming an enabler you're not just Doing the this because you want the you know you, you 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 don't have another purpose. You feel like okay yeah helping this person doing this cycle over and over, enabling this person is the only thing that makes you feel useful. Either way, we hope that everybody just um, you know search for what you need and try to survive and, and, and succeed in life. You know whatever it, um, that it may you know entail, but just be careful so you don't fall in those categories so you don't push too far or give out too far yeah, yeah. and as we
0: mentioned earlier too it's being honest with yourself and um, hopefully the person that you decide or you choose to help you you know to help in the in in the challenges you take notes mm-hmm. you write down a plan write down a goal each and every one of us have to have goals in life whether it's in, you know um, Aspirations, you know, things that we aspire to be or where we would like to be, um, whether it's work, you know, anything, any, you know, any of those different um, categories. Mm-hmm. But it's also important to do the same thing when you're challenged with a, um, a situation that, you know, if it's not handled correctly, can be very detrimental in mm-hmm. the long run. Exactly.
1: Speaking of help, we know that you know, there are a lot of different uh, different services out there that provides help and mm-hmm. services to help, especially when it comes to mental health support, and, uh, coaching, and things like that. Um, uh, our practice OSS care and consulting uh, opened up their doors if with online counseling, uh, so we we're trying to see if we can reach out to whoever need the the help and support they need. Uh, you can easily make an appointment. Uh, on the website at www.osscares.com O-S-S-C-A-R-E-S dot com Just go on there, check out uh, some of the services they offer if you are, um, you know, if you're in need of any of those services whether you're trying to start a relationship, end a relationship we can help. If it's mental health support or any other type of mental health uh, needs just reach out and then set up an appointment and then not talk to somebody. You never know how far it could go or how much help it could be to you. So just remember OSSCares.com. as the website. So check it out when you have a chance. Uh, even if you're not using it right away or if you know anyone that may need the services mm-hmm. that, we, uh, that we provide, just go on there and uh, let them know, set up an appointment, and then we'll go from there. Uh, we have different ways of figuring out how to help you out, you just have to help. We have a staff that can help, uh, um, different type of services, whether it's schooling uh, questions you have or uh, just uh, life skills that you need to, uh, to acquire, we definitely can help. But on, on that note, I want to remind everybody, you are remarkably made. I am remarkably made and we're all remarkably made and therefore, It's worth living.